Hey, it's Delvin. You might know me as the Dark Web from the Longbox Crusade. Yeah, let me tell you a little bit about what you're going to be listening to. This has come out to play. It's a New Warriors podcast based on the 1990s series, The New Warriors. The New Warriors ran 75 issues. And Jared, you might know him as Death Probe, possibly the yard sale artist. Jared and I are covering all 75 of these issues and we're doing it on YouTube channel. Since we have an awesome DJ and Pat Sampson, AKA DJ Cristados, he's gonna take these and he's gonna strip the audio from the YouTube recordings that we do every second Tuesday of the month, by the way, if you wanna listen there. He's gonna take those recordings and he's gonna just give you the audio recording. So if you're a little bit busy, like most people are from time to time, you have an extra opportunity to be able to just listen to the audio. So a little bit of a warning. It's going to be a little bit rough as, you know, some of the things are going to be comments and stuff that happen right in that moment. But you still get to listen to some New Warriors goodness. Have fun. And remember, New Warriors come out to play. Play, a New Warriors podcast, is streamed live in front of an internet audience. You can join in on the live stream and chat every second Tuesday of the month on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Just search for and follow Longbox Crusade. Is it shared with me? Hey, everybody. <laughs> it's shared with you. What do I, what do I look like? A not sharer? Uh, is, is that my look? Is that my story? <laughs> Hello, share everyone. With three, share with three. I will get to that. <laughs> they, they know we talked beforehand. You are, you are on it. It is it is shared. Um, you, you are pretty. You are right. handsome. And the title of this document is... Come Out to Play 28 Script. Even there, it is. there it is. Weird. I typed in Come Out to Play. It showed me every script but 28. But if I typed in that exact title, it came up. Hey, everybody. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Clink those Emmer efforts. Uh Jared with the fake mustache, would you please? New this is real. I'm ready. I'm ready. New Warriors. Come out to play. Look at these glass bottles and everything. Why are you Classy. showing out in front of these people? Classy. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to another New Warriors podcast. Come out to play. If you would, please hit that like. Uh, and uh, share it with folks. Subscribe to the Longbox Crusade Network, if you would, please. That's what the established podcasters do. They immediately talk about subscribing to the channel. Something that we got to work on. Well, I got. I like those people though. We do that's, our own thing. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do our own thing. We're we're rebels. You know what? Subscribe or don't subscribe. You know, whatever. <laughs> We would, we would prefer that you do. Yeah, a preference. Subscribe. But you know what? You don't need pressure from us. You know, mm -hmm. we're not going to give you stern looks. We're, we're not going to give you two stern looks. The, 
the mustache made it sterner. It was like it did. Mario slash Luigi was I like I don't inhale good. some more of this. Like <laughs> one time, almost died. <laughs> it, it usually happens at the end of it, where it's like we like, <laughs> and we. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, why? Why did you start with the fake mustache again? Did you just have a bunch of fake? I mustaches? think I just had some sitting here. I put them on, and you know, welcome to the show, everybody. Gotcha. Well, welcome to everybody who has come along here. I'm seeing uh, Matt Paso. I will never forget how to pronounce uh, that name again. Um, a comic foil MVP, Kathy Jason Lady, a comic foil. Uh, let's see if I miss something. No, someone slid through the the back door. There's uh, Trey Black, Billy D. Man, we got folks. Man, Jim Meal. Yeah, I, I got everybody. Folks and folks, I, I I I don't see any likes. I see folks. I don't see any, anybody liking it. You know. But again, you, we're not going to pressure you for that around here. Wait, there there no likes. I'm not on the YouTube channel. Well, up in the little corner where we're recording, they they usually the likes appear up under that. Oh, okay. Uh, where the where the live clock is? Yeah, it I'm not sure it, where it's pulling it from, though. It might only be like Facebook. It's now. only Facebook. It doesn't uh, do it for YouTube for whatever. Oh, oh! I apologize if out there if you liked it and I just accused you of not liking it. I was wrong. I was wrong, and I apologize. <laughs> He's apologizing yeah, specifically hey, to Matt Possum. Yeah, that's right. Says, hey, Matt with some, like some all caps and like share. and share <laughs> and. Share. I feel I feel the heat. <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about, son? Woo. All right. I'm sorry. We should, <laughs> we should we should get started with the show. Uh come out to play with us something something uh love for the series. Jared's gonna <laughs> ask me a question like he yes. always does. Nova to my night thrasher. Screw the script. I ain't looking at it. Yeah, scripts are for suckers. Uh <laughs> So I do have a question. I thought of it moments ago before we started recording. So we were going to have a new addition to the team. And this new addition pretty much gets their entire power set from a suit. So it put me in mind of other people who get their power sets from suits or objects. It's not an inane power. Innate, not mm-hmm. inane, innate power. Um, so my question to you is, if you could have one of those, what would it be? Like one, just like a suit to put on a suit of armor. Yeah, I mean, basically, do you, do you like the the torpedo suit or turbo as it's called here? Um, do you would you like Iron Man suit? Would you like Green Lantern's ring? You know, anything where you get the power from an object? Mm. What do you think? If you like, just someone handed you one. Hey, you here it is. Which one? Would you now, take? I think the, the best one would be like the most powerful one would be Green Lantern, but I think that. I think I can learn to work with it, but I think I would do better with a suit like Iron Man. Like, to me, that feels like something that could be military issue, like, but like to the nth degree, so they could train someone on how to use it more proficiently. Like with Green Lantern, Green, yeah, there's some training as far as the willpower, but it's kind of like, oh, well, just, just go, just go. And of course, some people go like where you have. Hal Jordan, who has mostly simple designs or whatever, or, but then you have um, Kyle Rayner, who does all these cool artistic things because it's the limit is your imagination. And I can't even put together Legos, son. So I, <laughs> I, why would I want a Green Lantern ring? Give me Iron. Give give me somebody like an Iron Man all day. Uh, Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle. That's a cool one. 
I mean, Batman. Oh, I for you. you get a lot of t- tech gadgets that way too. But no, I think ultimately I probably would take an Iron Man suit, or or I think it would really come down. I think we we narrowed it down fast. I think it would come down between Iron Man and a Green Lantern power ring. And well, the more I think about it, I would take the Green Lantern power ring. Because the Iron Man suit is really cool, uh, but somebody in the chat, I think it was Jason Lady, <laughs> said he'd wear it to break it. And there's no way he can fix it. <laughs> That's a good point. And like, I like the Green Lantern power ring because if I decide I want to like explore the cosmos, I can just go. Mm-hmm. You know, Iron Man's it's great for here and an occasional trip to maybe the moon, but like cosmos, you gotta want that ring. Yeah, you're trying to see the cosmos. Yeah, I'm okay with just saying, I don't know, Aruba or... Yeah, I'm Aruba. fine with that too, but I just it's just like a lot of options, lower maintenance, easier to lose though. <laughs> so, you know, ups and downs. Yeah, like, do you have to be within shouting distance? Be like, ring! Ring! Hey! <laughs> where you at? I'd want the Pace Pot Pete glue backpack and gun. That's what I'd want. <laughs> <laughs> just keeping it simple we got a couple of answers to that um jim meal says staying with the 90s theme of dark hawk dark got it hawk. got yep. it jason, jason lady says i want the black knight sword non-curse version they're not doing enough things with black knight black knight was it for a minute like he was in avengers he was leading them he had a sword i remember him mostly from the late 80s yeah he just he kind of fell off like it's maybe he wound up being emblematic of like that Avengers run that people would rather forget because mm-hmm. it kind of got a little bit laggy and then Bendis came on. Then again, of course, some people didn't like Bendis' version. I loved it. But anyway, uh, Trey Black says, I kind of dig the Tactagon. Ah, uh, Tactagon is a great movie with uh, Chuck Norris. Oh. No, I'm thinking of Octagon. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> what is <laughs> What is the Tactagon? I don't know what the Tactagon is. Trey, what the heck is the Tactagon? We're going to have to read that because I don't know. Uh, Matt Possible says, or Exo Man of War armor. I think it was sentient. I at least know, I've heard of Exo Man of War, even though I never read it. Um, and uh, Trey Black then says, maybe the H dial for that randomness. Mm, mm. Dial H for hero. Nice. Great ideas, folks. I'm waiting for Trey to let me know what the Tactagon is, but while he is doing that, guess I'll go to the script that, you know, I, I'm sorry, script. I was too harsh on you. <laughs> we, we just wrote it boldly. <laughs> Once I was able to find the script, it was like, let's go! <laughs> Come out to play. It's a chronicling of the 1990 series, The New Warriors. First volume of New Warriors ran 25? 25-30, <laughs> somewhere in there. <laughs> We're at 75 issues. Jared and I will cover the first volume as I rediscover my love for this series, help Jared find his, and we share our love and join the listening audience. Grab your skateboards, your bucket helmets. It's time to play. Let's see. Hold on. Moving over. I'll bring up the stream yard. Jared is looking for the cover. I'll bring mine up. Boom. Cover credits for New Warriors 28 go to, I believe, for the last time. Mm. <laughs> Mark Bagley and Larry Malstead. Ah, there it is. That's that's the cover. I, I, I will try not to be sad uh, of, about saying goodbye to Mark and Larry. Larry's still there. Mark's not. But Jared, what do you think about the cover? Well... This one is a little bit interesting because I think you gifted this to me. If not, take credit for it. But I have a trade. I have a New Warriors trade. 
Mm-hmm. And it's the cover of the New Warriors trade. In fact, this trade starts with the issue you did with Jason Lady uh, last episode. And then this, this is the second one, but it, it's the cover. And I thought, well, that's kind of telling. I think that I think the people who made the trade, this may just sort of be the torpedo. I keep saying tor- I'm going to say torpedo a lot because that's how I know this character. <laughs> this may be the turbo era. I don't know. Or maybe the people who made the trade were like, yeah, it's Bagley's last cover, man. Of course, it's going to be the cover. It could be it. So I just thought it was neat that it was the cover of the trade. Um, Eye-catching to me because I actually knew about this character, the Torpedo from Rom. And I'm certain we can talk more about that. So I see this cover and I'm like, oh, that's the Torpedo, but it's a lady. So what's going on there? They don't really tell you in here, but I did some research on the the internets. So we can discuss that uh, later on Mm. if you'd like. Okay. Uh, I short version, you know, we can discuss it now. Short version. <laughs> this dude had it before her, the guy from Rom, and uh, his name was Brock Jones, and he got killed like in Rom by those dire race that Rom's always fighting. And he um left the suit to his cousin, who I don't think did anything with it. And his cousin's son and his cousin's son's girlfriend found it, and this is his cousin's son's girlfriend. So I say all that to say this apparently. No matter who wears it, form fitting as all get out. <laughs> One yeah. size fits all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I put that on, I'm, I'm hoping to have those hips too. I'm gonna... <laughs> I do not believe those hips will lie. I think no. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, so that's what struck me first was this whole a. It's the cover of my trade. B. I recognize this costume, but not the character. And then, of course, it's really quite cool the you know bagley draws good pictures and and what i thought was neat about is he used a lot of the maybe all of the flying heroes it's all Mm -hmm. about flying and because that's her thing and uh also includes that cover blurb insert let me move the uh the banner so everyone can of the cardinal and so i think it has a lot of balance i like the way that he did the background or whoever made the decision did the background of the cardinal in black so the re- black and red pops and then white for the um, main cover so you really have the contrast and then really brilliant idea the extra step of brilliance whether it was the editor whether it was the color i don't know but the cardinal window is colored in the same as the new warriors uh, logo gotcha yeah so I, I haven't really done my job in podcast form, but uh, this, yeah, this I should probably describe it, but I kind of just did. It's yeah. it's it's turbo front and center with the uh, name Marita and Firestar and um, Nova all flying behind her, and then you got that little that little blurb of of this character Cardinal, and it's nice. So yeah, I um, first I appreciate the background on. Turbo, we are just being introduced to Turbo, so there is a little bit more story going on. And I mean, it, it's a spoiler of sorts, but best believe that at some point in the history of the New Warriors, we will be talking about the Dire Wraith. Um, there's actually a decent amount of ROM history in the New Warriors, and it probably has a lot to do with the torpedo suit, very aptly named, uh, Jared. Uh, that you're talking about, but we'll see. Uh, we, we'll talk about it in the book. I, I'll first just a couple of uh, comments. Uh, Trey Black told us what the Tactagon was. The Tactagon is from Avengers: The Initiative. It would I analyze an enemy's weakness and reconfigure itself to exploit it. I feel like I read Avengers: The Initiative, and I still am blanking totally on it. I think I was a guest at Tacticon back in like 2018. 
it's tactic gone. Ah. Yeah, that, that, that's where all the strategy people talk about things that soldiers should do at the Pentagon. Ah, I'm certain there's a term for it that I don't know. Tactagon. <laughs> no, 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 I just, <laughs> yeah, I just made it works. That's not likely. There, there's, there's no actual term. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Comic Foil corrected um, me slash us and says that issue 30 is Bagley's last cover. This is not. So I was getting all verklempt and nostalgic for nothing. All but right. Okay. So now we know that that's not the reason it's on the cover of the trade. Right. So there you have it. Right. So, oh, yeah. Talk about the cover. I do like it. Like, I like how just it seems like a happy cover. They, you know, have like they're all flying in a, in a beautiful sky, not a cloudless sky because there's a few clouds, but it's beautiful. And then you got turbo looking like fit and triumphant and her suit looks cool. And then you got some of the warriors in the background. Uh, so all like all of those are cool things. And then they actually could have like if they wanted to gave Cardinal a little bit more run, maybe and either split the screen or had them like had uh, the warriors flying on one side and then Cardinal on the other. But maybe that would have been too crowded. So I don't mind the placement there, but I'm never the craziest, craziest about the little small uh, circle bubble besides, you know, like the main action, because it, to me, it kind of takes away from it. Like, and oh, by the way, Cardinal. Like, OK, yeah. But he was important to the book and we'll have some importance uh, in Warriors future coming. Uh, Matt Posso chimes in uh, with a humor, by the way, says Tactagon is where eight soldiers plan a guard perimeter. To ah, yes, yes. Uh, Matt, you're fitting along very nicely with uh, us uh, in their Crusaders Club. So, yeah, uh, that's the cover. Uh, even had the corner box with Firestar, Speedy, Night Thrasher, Nova, and Namorita. Let's rate it. One to ten nightsticks. That's how we do it on Come Out to Play. And what the heck, I'll go first. It's a good cover. Like, Joe November was here. I give it an 8.5, uh, but I will keep it at an 8. I think that, like, I mean, there are more memorable Bagley co covers, but this one uh, is a very, very good one. Uh, and um, I think it's a very cool introduction pictorially to Turbo. What do you think? Like I say on our G.I. Joe podcast a lot, uh, we look at covers and they, you know, they rotate different Joes and Cobras a lot on the cover. And I'll say it really depends on how much you love so-and-so on what you're going to mm -hmm. rate this cover. This depends on how much you love Turbo. Uh, I don't know Turbo. I, I only know Torpedo. And um, so for that reason, I'm like, okay, Turbo. Mm -hmm. You know, an eight. You know, it's pretty good. Like, that's actually kind of a compliment because for a character that I'm like ambivalent about, I would normally go seven. But, you know, Bagley's taking it to the next level. And the fact that they color coordinated the Cardinal bubble and the title font, it's an eight. Fantastic, Jared. And um, you ready to read the credits for the issue? Uh, absolutely. Let me switch the banner. I got you. Go oh, for it. All right. Well, the credits for the issue are as follows. We're going to be talking about New Warriors number 28. It's on sale date was August 25th, 1992. Its cover date was October 1992. Cover price, $1.25. The story is Fabian Nicieza's The Pencils. Derek Robertson back again. Inks, Larry Malstead. Colors, Joe Rosas. Letters, Joe Rosen. And editor, Danny Fingerout. Thanks to Mike's Amazing World for that information. And now, Delvin is going to hit us with a story synopsis. 
But before that, I'll read a few ratings. Uh, Matt gave it an eight. Also, greet with us. Trey gave it a seven. Says it's serviceable and intros the new hero front and center, but it's kind of boring. And I agree with Delvin on Cardinal just kind of being slapped on. Jason Lady gave it an eight. Says Turbo is cool and you can't help but wonder who this new person is in the torpedo suit. Um, MVP Kathy, she didn't give a number value of it, but she says she likes the cover. Don't love the placement of the black and red character, that being Cardinal. It looks like an after. Uh, so she's kind of agreeing with some of our, our comments. Billy D gives it a six uh, as well. Um, and a comic fall um, missed him saying an eight. Can't go lower than an eight when Bagley draws Nova. And then adds that Bagley's great, but his turbo can't match the splash page turbo by Robert. Nice comments, ladies, gentlemen. And now, with the synopsis, the title for this book is Heavy Turbulence. The Warriors are introduced to Mashiko Musashi. And if I mispronounce that, please let me know so I can educate myself. It's either Mashiko or Mishiko. Um, but I'm not certain. Uh, Musa Musashi soon to be known as Turbo. They are also introduced to Cardinal. He's not as good. They're also reintroduced to Jeremy Swimming Bear, the sea urchin, the sea urchin, and we know he ain't good. And that probably means Namorita might be willing to take some desperate measures in order to get revenge on sea urchin. Let's talk about it. Jared's going to bring up some covers, or excuse me, some um, pages from the book, and we're going to talk about it. Let's go. Here we go. I have, I think, seven pages this time around. One of seven is perhaps the page that was someone speaking of earlier. Although I do have another page coming up that also features Turbo. But this is our intro page, and it's Turbo doing what superheroes do using her costume to do international shopping. <laughs> uh, but it's a really good drawing, and it's it's very well inked, and it's got our cover not our cover credits, but our, our creator credits. And so that's where it starts. This, this is the intro. This is your first look at Turbo. Delvin, thoughts? Yeah, it seems like a good enough start. If we if we were thinking of, of a few things about her, or maybe comparing her to other characters in the book, maybe just comparing her just in general, she kind of comes across. Um, she loves the costume at least. So that's very much like Namorita, right? Like where Namorita from the start has always been introduced as unafraid and very proud of who and what she is and her powers. Uh, and it seems like uh, Mickey is very uh, proud of her having uh, the costume that she does and because it, it's so cool that she can fly from basically New York City uh, to Paris in three hours just to go pick up some cool digs and then fly back. So... Uh, we're just getting a quick introduction to uh, to Turbo. And I think, you know, sometimes costumes are hard to ink. I always think about that when you mention it. This one seems relatively easy to ink, but you have inked things. Is this a true statement that I just... Yes, for the most part, uh, it's, it's pretty simple. Uh, the challenges here, from an inker's point of view, are the fans... You're going to have to bust out your, your templates for the fans, especially as you see it on the cover. These here are a little easier. It's using two templates, one circle, one oval on each wrist, and then he's sort of adding some spin effect. Um, the other thing that would be the hardest thing in here to ink is is hair. Inking woman's hair especially, long flowing. Uh, mm -hmm. I've spent a lot of time on drawings inking female hair, 
And uh, I mean, it could be long flowing hair on a dude too. Just usually it ends up like this, you know, that thick, luxurious waving hair. And so, yeah, th that is your anchor's point of view right there. The 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 tech on the wrists and the ankles, a little bit on the on the mask and the hair is what's going to you're going to spend the most of your time as an sweet. Uh, Jason Lady chimes in. Mickey's use of turbo suit is realistic. Not every person is going to get a super suit and immediately go out and bust criminals. It's true. It is true, and it makes it interesting. And uh, I, I was going to bring this point up later, but why not do it now? Like it's. I have a wary eye on her. It's it's like unearned superpowers, and that. So I'm like, okay, you know, it's this this, this is like uh, you know Peter Parker ignoring the thief that killed Uncle Ben territory, right? Like you haven't really done this before. Uh, you had you you've only had the fun. You haven't haven't had the challenge. So I have a wary eye on her. Gotcha. All right. Next page. Uh, I I kind of picked it for two reasons. One. It sets up the first beat of the story, which is her sort of running across this, you know, shady deal out to sea. I really like the drawing once again <laughs> of of Turbo. I like the angle he took; uh, really quite cool. Uh, but yeah, I, I felt I felt like it did twofold. It gave us another great drawing of this new character, and it set up that first story beat of her sort of witnessing this shady deal, seeing uh, sea urchin uh, as being part of it, bringing that back into the story. So. I give it to you, sir, if you have thoughts. Yep, agree with that. A few more comments from people. A comic full mentions, Derek Robertson draws that helmet so well. Lots of artists struggle to make that look cool. He makes it look awesome. And I, I am no artist, but like looking just at this top image, like there are some images that some artists draw where you can tell that they just had fun doing it. And this one looks, it looked like he had fun uh, drawing that particular image of Turbo. She's looking determined. Um, still looking very cool in the suit. So, agreed. Uh, Trey Black mentions um, Monica Rambeau did the same thing with her powers about flying from uh, to Paris for breakfast. And she can probably <laughs> fly even faster because she's like literally as fast as the speed of light or close to it. And uh, Kathy mentions she is gorgeous. Makes me want to know more about her. Uh, go ahead, Jared. I just wanted to address the whole Derek Robertson and how he draws the mask. Um, so look at this image and then let's look at how Bagley does it. See the Bagley mm -hmm. much more narrow, mm -hmm. much more vertical. Right. But if you look here, pulled out and swept back. So that's probably that subtle difference you're seeing. And I'm not, you know, I'm not saying who's better. You can like your favorite artist or whatever, but it just, just someone mentioned that they like the way Derek drew the masks. And I said, Hey, we can compare real quick. So there you have it. That's true. And, um, um, Derek's, helmet it kind of goes back like this mm -hmm. it looks more streamlined bags points like this mm -hmm. it's more it's more pointy so i would say that derrick's looks more aerodynamic as compared to mark bagley's but i don't know if mark bagley has had any opportunity to draw turbo ever since if he did i'd love to see it because i mean that man's still concerned. yeah they probably got the assignment at about the same time you know bagley probably was drawing the cover maybe shortly before Derek and mm. and I bet you Bagley took a lot of look, you know went and looked and said okay what did this costume look like back in the ROM days and kind of melded it where where Derek probably had a little more time to uh, to look at it and because I, I suspect the cover was probably drawn in advance you know I think by now Bagley is probably drawing Spider Man or whatever I think he left for Spider Man 
He did. And and he, these are just things that he's left behind, you know, <laughs> that they're able to use. So mm-hmm. I, I think Derek Maya had a little more time to play with with the design. Just guessing. I have no paperwork to back that up. Yep. And just real quick about the story. Yep. Good introduction to Mr. Jeremy Swimming Bear, a.k.a. Sea Urchin again. So you know that something's going on that's probably a little bit nefarious. That's all I got for this page, man. <laughs> I have to chuckle. As I switch pages, I'm going to continue to chuckle because it's like the new warriors go up against Sea Urchin and the Cardinal. I feel like these are tick villains. <laughs> 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 These are villains the tick would fight. But uh and speaking of the Cardinal, I decided to bring him in for his first beat as the other new warriors. They're sort of investigating the same sort of um dirty dealings. I can't was it arms dealings or something? I can't remember what the heck they were dealing, drugs, arms. Um it's it's like Turbo is seeing it from one angle and, and approaching it from one way, and the new warriors that remain right now, just a handful of them. Are, are working it from another angle, and then those two angles are going to merge. And in the middle, you've got this, I don't know if this is his first appearance, I didn't think to look it up, of Cardinal, uh, but I included it because uh, Derek Robertson, if this is, and this is his design, it's pretty good, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> like, it is. If you told me there's a character called the Cardinal, named after the bird, tweet, tweet, I'd have been like, alright, you know, but he, <laughs> I, I feel a real Stingray vibe on this like stingray's mm. cost he's like a b or c level villain but his costume is legit i feel like same thing here but i'll let you go well like only because you mentioned the word that you did it's like how much do you think that he spent on the boots don't look don't even look at his face <laughs> oh sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> fifteen hundred dollars for a pair of fish. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) ignore us listening audience the cardinal costume alone is pretty cool uh very good design and man this is a 90s book right and sometimes 90s books like at at their worst i'll put worst in quotes because some people might enjoy that type of storytelling is splash page you know barely any stories splash page more splash page the warriors aren't like that per se but the thing that's kind of cool is that Derek, if there's something he wants to spotlight, like he's gonna spotlight it. Like I, I'm gonna, like I designed his character. We don't, we don't know if he designed Cardinal or not, folks. But if he did, or maybe just like drawing him, that's a pretty cool picture of Cardinal. Uh, I like it a lot. And then you know it goes back. It's not like his, you know, panel work isn't, you know, as bad or anything. But you can tell that he just put a little bit of extra. Oomph on uh that picture of cardinal and, and and it's pretty cool uh, a couple of people confirmed for us that yes this is the first appearance of cardinal by the way you're on mute my friend had i not been on mute i would have told you this is definitely the first appearance of cardinal <laughs> verify i looked it up i looked it up while you were chatting <laughs> <laughs> Verified. uh so yeah it, and it looks like if i'm gonna guess by the way i mean i know a little bit about cardinal i mean very little i'm gonna guess he's older I'm going to guess maybe not our age, but like compared to the Warriors, somebody that if you were in your young 20s, you might consider them old, like maybe mid 30s. Mm. Uh, and it's based off the way he kind of talked to them, called them kids, you know, and there's already like, yep, I'm smarter than you and I'm already two or three, four steps ahead of you. Uh, and so just just that attitude makes me think he's a slightly older gentleman. And very papal, if you get that. Mm, I do. I got it. Cardinal. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's all 
I thought it was funny. Anyway, <laughs> let's pull up another page. All right. So you have the sort of moment where you could tell Nay Marita is making this. She's still very upset about the beatdown that she took several issues ago to Sea Urchin. And if I lost a fight to a guy named Sea Urchin, I'd be mad too. <laughs> Uh, I don't know why he doesn't go with his regular name. Like Running Bear is much scarier. Than I agree. Jeremy Running Bear is is a very cool name. Swimming just, Bear. Swimming, swimming Bear. bear. Swimming Bear. Right? Running Bear would be even better. But we'll take it. We'll take it. Uh, but I, I, I'm kind of two minds of it because you know Derek's really good at facial expressions. I I almost feel like he went too hard on Namorita in the first one because if you follow the conversation, she's invested, but she's not out of control in that first panel she looks a tad out of control but mm -hmm. it's comics you always want to make the emotion bigger visually so i'm not going to dig him for it but yeah this is where you get that sort of tie back and you get the reminder that she's going to take this personally and this is the this is the page that lets us know that this is going to be even though turbo's on the cover and it's introduction of turbo and cardinal this is kind of going to be a name marita issue this is going to see how she deals with this and her sort of new de facto role as leader with Night Thrasher being gone. How's that going to affect her? What decisions is she going to make? Is she going to let her emotions uh, override her logic? Lots of questions there. I'll turn it to you. I mean, especially given that she's half Atlantean and at least the most famous Atlantean that we know or half Atlantean has quite a feisty temper. Mm. Uh, so. Like, if she's anything like her cousin, then, yeah, you know, she, she might have that little bit of a uh, hair-trigger temper going on. And then they happen to mention that at this time, Namor is missing. So mm -hmm. you've got Namorita also running a business, which is, I'm sure, not something that a young 20-year-old uh, person is going to be the greatest at doing. So she is leading the Warriors, and she is basically the CEO of this company. Those are two pretty big... Um, Two pretty big responsibilities. And the last panel there, it I'll give my you know giveaway as to who I am worried about. And I'm worried about Nita here. And the reason why I'm worried about it is like when you are put under a time crunch, especially not with just one thing, but with multiple things, what do you start to do? You might take a shortcut or two. Like, look, I gotta get this thing to the finish line, like like. They're not expecting A-plus work, right? So maybe I'm going to give them some B-plus work just to make sure that it's across the line. Oh, maybe C, <laughs> if that's still a passing grade. And in this case, she wanted, I mean, obviously she has an emotional investment in uh, catching up to see her. And she went with uh, the, oh, of course, now I'm going to blank on the name, the Planet Earth folk, Project Earth. Yeah, she went with Project Earth people in order to get information about Sea Urchin, and they're like, "You were Project Earth?" And she like, "Well, what do you want me to do? We can still get info for him, by the way. So you're gonna make the call, or am I gonna make the call?" Okay, that might lead you into trouble. Like, you might want to do better coming up with your own intel apparatus rather than basically being an extension of Project Earth, which is really what they did, even if they did it for right reasons. They did Project Earth's handiwork. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, so I'm, I'm just saying, like, if Dave Marina isn't careful, she she and the Warriors might wind up in a um, position that they can't recover. From. I see. I agree. All right. Anybody in the chat when you check in? As I'm switching pages. Oh, 
what I'm looking. Uh, we had a few uh, comments about Cardinals uh, and, and a few comments about um, people not liking the name uh, Sea Urchin, but we're good. <laughs> All right. So now comes the big moment where they are using said Intel to launch their attack on this nefarious deed and going up against the Cardinal. It's sort of the big action moment. And Nita is taking the lead and still having a very, as you can see, she's sort of shouting and, and being very aggressive, which again could be Atlantean or could be that she's taking this personally. So um, just, just to lead into the big action scene morning. Mm -hmm. And she at least had enough restraint with Jeremy to say, okay, yep, I got you. I'm going to send you to jail because they mentioned, did we read annual two? I can't remember. We read an annual. I can't remember which one we read. Because we passed annual two. Um, like, uh, according to Mike's Amazing World, we should have made some commentary about annual two a little bit ago. Anyway, they mentioned in annual two that Jeremy Swimming Bear was brought to trial and it, he was found not guilty due to insufficient evidence. So Nita has a reason to be mad and want to make sure that he has his day in court. But heck, I give her credit. She at least didn't go like Atlantean justice or whatever. And just like, yep, I found you <laughs> dead. <laughs> That's what you get. Earth boy. <laughs> I would have been like, Oh no. <laughs> That's a shame. <laughs> yeah. Well, well anyway. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yes. I will switch to the next page. Two more. All right, so this is the moment where she has to make the decision. Trust the new person that she has no real reason to trust or follow her emotions. Chase after running bear or swimming bear. Sorry, because sw swimming bear is flying. <laughs> follow the luck. Not that, not that, folks. A swimming bear is flying. He's not and, swimming. He's flying. And Cardinal is swimming. <laughs> So it's all kinds of messed up, but she it's logic versus emotion. So that's why I like this panel. It's all right. I, logically, I should send my air powered comrade after the air powered vehicle and I should go after the underwater thing because that's my thing. But I really want to get the person in the helicopter because they're the one I'm very mad at. And so she made a really good leadership decision. And you know how I'm about that. I like it. And good for her. She she stood the test on this, as I think we will see on the last page I'm about to show you. But let, let, let me let you talk about this page. Yeah, there's a little bit of uh, dynamic going on there where like, one of the people that I compared Turbo to was Nita in that, you know, they're kind of carefree, kind of confident. And sometimes, you know, when you have those two confident people and they're kind of butt heads like that, because Nita, like when Turbo... They saw Turbo and she was sort of threatening one of the guys, but she was shaking them up for information. She wasn't doing it just to be a bully. And the warriors are kind of like, hey, you want to fight us? And they're like, no, not at all. And then Nita's like, well, fall in line, basically. And then, like, in, in this case, Turbo kind of came back and was like, look, I am best suited to go catch this dude. Like, and you're best suited to take care of the water thing. And like, in, in the middle of that battle, you're right. She made a very good, a leader made a very good tactical decision and said, you're right. And that was one of the things that I noticed leading up to this page is that uh, Nita spent a lot of time in the water, particularly in getting that submarine out of water. So she was very, very powerful. And she stayed powerful because underwater, she was able to very easily dispatch of Cardinal who may have been a better opponent in the air because you saw how proficient he was in the air. He was able to 
outrun Nita. He was able to outsmart Firestar. He was able to outsmart Nova. Um, three got three pretty powerful heroes in like the span of a few seconds. But in this case, underwater, he stood absolutely no chance. And sure enough, in the air, the air, the helicopter and Jeremy Swimming Bear had no chance against Turbo. It was absolutely, it was a good call by Turbo, and it was a great call by the leader to go ahead and okay it. All right, switching to the last page, which is the last page. And it had a good sort of mentor moment between Nita and Turbo, where she's like, you know, Turbo was like, I've never really done stuff like this before. And Nita, not only she just finished doing stuff like that again for the upteenth time, but this time she had the big emotional investment. She had to keep her emotions in check, make better leadership decisions, better tactical decisions. And she came through pretty well on the other side. Um, so, you know, I've, I think in the past, I've probably, she's been probably one of my ultimate warriors because of her, like her cousin, <laughs> you mm -hmm. know, managed mm -hmm. by emotions a lot. Uh, but she came out strong and I liked, you know, what she had to say there at the end. You know, you basically just keep fighting the good fight and try hardest not to become the villain because she knew that she was on the edge. There was a big part of her that just wanted to crush Swimming Bear into a red stain on the carpet. And yeah. that, that's it. And she yeah. overcame that. And I thought that was pretty awesome. And I don't know that it's an accident. Um, if if it is, then it's a glorious accident, but it's also good storytelling because as you see, she's making that very uh, poignant point. Notice the background behind her: half black, half white. Mm. It's it's, mm. you, it's it's exactly half right down her face, half black, yeah. half white. So as if yeah. to say, tough decisions were made. Yeah, and uh, I thought that was neat. Yeah, no, I got you. So I don't really have much to add to that. I have. I have questions. By the way, I, I've been keeping an eye on the chat, and the, the chat's just been good, and, and just want to say I appreciate you guys um, once again. Uh, first impressions of Mickey Mushasi of Turbo. What do you think about her? Well, I'm tipping my hand as to what we're going to do here in a second, but I have concerns. Again, it's, it's, okay. un, it's unearned powers. It's lack of experience, but she acquitted herself pretty well here, and she was brave. And she made some smart decisions. So, so far, so good. But right now, if I was the leader of the New Warriors, right now, she would be in the liability column for now, not the assets column. In that she is an unknown commodity. Right. Okay. I, and I'm going to always be leery about sort of found powers, you know? Most of our favorite heroes are kind of found powers. But you know what I'm saying? Like, a guy like Captain mm -hmm. America was who he was before he, mm -hmm. he came. So, it's like... Uh, he gets more credit <laughs> than, than most. So that's just an example. Okay. I have one more question before we go to uh, Warrior and Warrior. And that is because it, it came to mind nearly from the start of this book, about page two or three after the turbo vignette, it went to the Warriors um, on the other side, basically about to take down the same ring. And the person that it seemed to be was doing the leadership was Silhouette. And Silhouette had a pretty cool moment in the book, too, where she came on board the ship and was like, hey, commandeering the ship, you know, hope you don't mind. And like, they're like, yeah, we do mind. And she's like, well, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> and next thing you know, yeah, next thing you know, she had taken care of like, you know, three or four people just like that to where even Turbo was like, and then 
You had just for the sake of it, uh, the other warrior that was prominently featured, Nova, kind of throwing some wisecracks in there. So even though they mentioned that Namorita is the de facto leader, like, is there anyone better suited to do it at this point? I, 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 hard to say. Like I said, I've always liked uh, Nova because he has more heroine experience. He does run slightly immature. Uh, Nita's a I was worried about her because of her emotional intelligence, but she's got gained a lot of ground and, you know, she's not exactly unfamiliar with leadership decision-making with her role in Atlantis either. So um, yeah, she's, she's really stepping forward. Like you said, uh, silhouette is uh, stepping forward. I really like the page where she was in combat as well. I just already had seven pages. So yeah, yeah. I had to limit it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's neat that, that with, Night Thrasher gone and his leadership style, you know, that people in the chat will tell you is debatable. <laughs> it's similar to Batman's, right? You mm -hmm. either love it or you don't, right? So yeah. yep. it's it's weird how this team has a lot of potential with leaders, you know, with Night Thrasher's style, with Nita's style, silhouettes blossoming, and Namorita sort of like I said, natural um what's the word I'm looking for? Uh regalness. Is that a word? <laughs> Rega uh, I mean, regality? I <laughs> I, I got what you yeah, I, I get what you're putting down there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I can make an argument in a sense that none of the warriors are good leaders. Yeah, we could poke holes in each and every one of them all day. Yeah. Yeah. You you, you could. And and I think that's just something interesting to pay attention to you know, moving forward. Um, as like right now, and this is going to be a repeated thing with the Warriors where you have, I mean, the leader right now, the new Warriors is Night Thrasher, you know, but he's not there a lot. So who takes over then? Does the team fall apart? Kind of, a little bit, uh, because if you notice, there's no rage and no speedball. Like where, <laughs> where the heck were they? Or was this just not the fight for them? Did they call them? Did they even mention them? No, they did not. So like, are they still like kind of a little bit uh, disheveled after the events of uh, issue 25? Maybe, maybe. Uh, let's see. Um, Matt P mentions that um, hero experience doesn't always equate to good leadership uh, skills. That is very true. Um, Are you sure? And... Are you positive about that? Hmm? Are you sure about that? Do you disagree with that? No, I was just being smart because, you know, I taught leadership for 20 years. He's right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> And let's see, you got, uh, you know, Comic Full mentions, I, t I tend to consider Sill more of an original warrior, so I think of Mickey as my favorite addition to the new Warriors roster. Nice. Uh, and let's see, is there anything else? No, I think we're good. And Jared, if you want to go to your section. Yes, indeed, sir. This is the uh, ultimate warrior and the ultimate warrior. Who really stood out as the ultimate warrior in this book? Who are we concerned about as the ultimate warrior? So let's start with warrior, Delvin. I mean, I only think there could be two choices. One choice could be Turbo, and one choice could be Namorita. I'm going to give it to Turbo, and the reason why is it's her debut, but even though you would consider her to be a question mark and you gave your reasons why, and they weren't bad reasons at all, at no point was she a liability. And that says something like even though she might be relatively new to using the torpedo suit, she seems to be proficient at it. And being proficient is a good place to start. You can go a lot of different places with proficiency. So 
I give her credit for being a, and she came up with a strategy of, hey, let me take care of the airflow, even though that's the one you want. Let me get, let me get that guy. You go get the water guy because you do the water stuff. Simple. She seems to be pretty good in the scrape. So I'll go turbo. What about you? I'm giving my ultimate warrior to uh, name Marita. She uh, showed good emotional intelligence. She clearly didn't want to, but that's uh, part of being a good leader. Is sometimes you have to bottle up your personal conflicts and work for the greater good. So I was really impressed with her as, you know, I look through all these things through the, through the leadership lens and there's, there's discussions, there's discussions in the chat that I want to take part of so badly right now, but I don't want us to get off track. Um, but yeah, I thought she really stepped up and managed herself well and having every reason. Cause you know, we have the history now we saw what sea urchin did to her mm -hmm. and it was brutal. Yeah, and and uh, she rose above and won the day. So warrior, nice. So who are you worried about? <laughs> Turbo. I it, it's just again I view everything through this leadership lens. I think it's it's I put myself in that situation. Like if I was in charge of this team, who would I be most worried about right now? And it's it's her. It, it, not that she's done anything wrong. It's just a lot of naivete right there. Um, and uh, just just lack of experience. So I just I keep a weather eye on her for now. Allow her to continue to prove herself. If she continues on this trend, then nothing to worry about. And flipping the script there, I'm I'm worried about Nita, about Namorita. And the main reason I'm worried about her is because she's slipping a little bit. Like as far as the way that she is leading her team. Yep, they did at the end of the day here. They did accomplish some good. But the means to get to that end were a little bit shaky in that they had she relied on Project Earth and Project Earth uh, came across as um, not religious zealots, but um, Earth eco terrorists. Basically. Yeah, eco terrorists. Um, yeah, they came across uh, very, very determined to protect the globe and. So it's like, it looks like based off of the upcoming storyline that Nita's about to plunge the team into another Project Earth deal. And it's like, again, at that point, it's like, so are you guys the New Warriors or are you New Warriors extension of Project Earth? And is does that mean that Nita's being a little bit lazy as far as picking out what the team should and shouldn't do? But that, I want to, I'll add a caveat to that. When... I just I had a flash to thinking about some of the earlier issues of the book where each or where the team, were, they were kind of talking about issues that they wanted. And Nita's issues generally revolve around saving the waters, saving the earth, saving the environment. So now that she's leading, kind of makes sense that she is taking the team in that bent. However, it, it just uh, there could be a, a few, uh, I don't know, snags in that plan. Uh, That's an interesting that. insight. Um, I wasn't as worried because, uh, well, <laughs> you've read more, so you kind of know what's coming. To me, it it read more as like, yeah, I, I'm going to use them. <laughs> you know, if you can use this, they may mm -hmm. be less than reputable, but if you can use them, then screw them. You know, and that's how I read it. But you just mentioned it looks like they may be getting it deeper. So I, I don't have the knowledge you do. For the surface one shot, I wasn't too upset about it. In fact, when they were like, oh, you use Project Earth. I'm like, why are you clutching your pearls? Use them. Screw them. I mean, yeah. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but and, 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 I, and I got you. It's like, okay, if you are doing things on the side of the angels, yes. If you're wanting us to, you know, 
rough up some politician in order to get this bill passed or whatever, then, you know, if it's a politician we don't like, yes. Um, <laughs> not, a, not a good idea. <laughs> not a good idea to do. A little technical um, difficulty screen comes up. To, da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah, not a good idea at all. Uh, by the way, Courtney, came, uh, Courtney Holland came in. Uh, welcome, Courtney. Always uh, glad to see you. Uh, let's see. Uh, there are a few comments. Uh, a comic full ultimate warrior was Nita's cutting corners, work with eco terrorists that the means justify the ends. So he, he said later, delving to reading my mind. So yeah, we're kind of on the same page with that one, my friend. Uh, and he added, uh, ultimate warrior turbo made one heck of a debut, even got through to Nita earning trust at a significant moment. Uh, so yeah. I think we are, wait, Jason Lady mentions Warrior, Silhouette being a leader and kicking butt. Warrior, Nita, she seems on the edge. I agree, just a little bit on the edge. Uh, I think that's it for Warrior and Warrior. And so we can rate the book one to 10. What would you rate New Warriors 28, Jared? Um, Let's see. I, I guess I'm at a solid eight. I'm at a solid eight, I think, on it. I liked it. It engaged me all the way through. Uh, new introduction to a new character, pretty cool. Uh, I guess planting some seeds I don't know about yet with, with Project Earth. No fair, you guys worrying about people I don't know that I should be worried about yet, but uh, we'll find out. Like, as of now, I ain't worried about her, but it's got me invested, and that's a good story. So, it's a solid eight for me. Didn't blow me away, but it was a solid read with some investment. I mean, you were if you remember from Project Earth that they had to go to the jungle, I remember. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then they're gonna like, well, we might not be getting our point across. Let's kill Robbie's mom. Like, what? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know they're shady. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just like, hey, you can use shady people to your or organizations to your advantage if you're careful. Maybe yeah. she's not being careful. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, oh, Scott O'Neill comes in. Welcome, Scott, and he says, love the fact that Nova and Firestar, the two who doubted Silhouette back in Japan. Or the two who stuck up for Syl when Turbo doubted her abilities. Nice, subtle bit. Um, that was excellent, as always, Scott. Uh, and, oh, yeah, I have need to write the book. I'm with you. Eight. Um, which is complimentary. It's, it, was a, it was a brisk read. It, it surprised me at how quick um, I got through the book to where I was like, did I, did I miss something? Those, maybe, like, they cut it a couple pages short or whatever, but it just seemed really quick and... But hey, they got their point across. They introduced Turbo. They had the Warriors kicking some butt. They're not fully, fully formed yet in um, dealing with the aftermath of issue 25 still. Uh, so uh, I thought it was a good book. And it looks like there's some foundation being laid uh, for future storylines. And it looks like next issue, they might be getting into it a little bit. And I don't remember anything about it. So I can't wait uh, to see uh, what's going on next month uh just very quickly before i wrap it up a comic full mentions silhouette did, did have a kick-ass moment love the team having faith in her and firestar having her back when turbo was concerned for her ability to perform so that was just riffing off of what scott o'neill had mentioned previously ladies and gentlemen that is the show please come back and join us for the next episode where we discuss new warriors 29 where the new warriors travel to <laughs> You know what? Doesn't matter where they travel to. We all know that when they travel, things go sideways fast. If you'd like to hear more from us, the Longbox Crusade, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Patreon, anywhere you can find podcast podcasts, 
If you look up Long Box Crusade, you will find us. YouTube, uh, if you're listening along with us on a live stream, thank you so much for doing that. Please like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, we have both recorded and live content there. You can email us at contact at longboxcrusade.com. Jared has a number scrolling across and a banner style now, 707-532-5269. That is 707-532-LBOX. Pick up the phone. And with that, Jared's about to tell you where you can find him out on the internet. All right, folks, I am at Yard Sale Artist. Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram is all at Yard Sale Artist. You can check out my artwares at www.theyardsaleartist.com. I'm closing in on the final days on the Hamilton versus Burr Kickstarter. So uh, if you're part of our live audience or if you watch this for the next couple days and you feel like had to Kickstarter, check out Hamilton versus Burr, a werewolf tale. 95% of the way there on that very excited so thank you everybody out there who's already supported and uh, thanks for supporting the long box crusade in all our various forms we appreciate the heck out of you yeah i'm impressed i'm impressed with the 95 percent considering that i have been scamming money like in from immediately when it started so mm. like 95 percent in spite of the hundreds of dollars <laughs> sounds about right <laughs> no please go and check out uh, Jared's uh, Patreon, uh, so he can get some Hamil some more Hamilton and Burr with a uh, cool cover out uh, to the rest of the comic book audience. Uh, I was reading a, um, it's kind of sad, but it was a, a hashtag about comics broke me um, today, and uh, and it's just more important now. Of course, like the main point, very much like um, the music industry, if you want to support like comic books, then your artists or whatever, when they go to cons, support them. When they have like, or, or, or there, it's an artist and you want a commission from them, get a commission from them directly. Show them that you're doing that support. And in this case with Jared and his book, if you want to support an independent comic book maker, by all means, uh, go and check his stuff out. Um, and, you know, he has put himself out there uh, in the arena like many other uh, comic book artists um, who aren't able to make it to that lofty Marvel DC area, at least not yet. So by all means, like they get there by you showing your support for them. So please do that. You can find me on Twitter at DEE underscore R-A-Y 1977. You can find me on Instagram at Delvin Ray. And that is it, y'all. See y'all next time. And remember, be your hero to someone, even if it's just to yourself. You, you, you clinking me out there, Jared? Thank you. I appreciate that. As a strong intro, weak outro. <laughs> <laughs> New Warriors. Come out the uh, If you go to Heroes Con this weekend, come find me in Delvin. Oh, yeah. And the rest of the Long Box Crusade. We now, will be there. <laughs> Bye, everybody. New Warriors. Come out to play.
intro music is provided by musical genius Joe November. Check out his SoundCloud at J-O-S-E-F-L-I-N-9-9. You won't regret it. <laughs>